guys, I have a very special guest with me, Miss Colette Shumpert. You guys give her a virtual hand clap, virtual hand clap. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, um, Colette and I go back a few years, like maybe three, two or three. It's been a minute. Four. Four. Okay. Okay. And I want to say, um, ever since I've known Colette, she's always had this gentle spirit, but she, she's very powerful in what she does. Um, and I'll let her kind of tell you what her services and her business is, but, but I just want to put that out there that, you know, as we're talking, you will see, you know, deep down inside, like there is that wisdom there there's that calm and that peace but there's that power there so just keep that in mind and we will be putting in links to um how you can connect with her in the comments section um and we are definitely taking questions so as we're going along if you have a question feel free to put it in the chat box um in the comment box and we will get back or we will read your comments as we're going through Okay, so welcome, 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 Miss Colette. How are you today? I'm good, Monica. Thank you so much for inviting me um, on your platform to have this conversation. Yes, it is. You know, I think it's necessary. Um, you know, even though I, I, God gave me this ideal prior to what's going on in our current state of the country, um, but I think it's relevant now more than ever because um, purpose is that thing that really puts fuel behind anything that we do. And I know that, you know, right now, um, as we're out there protesting and things, there's a lot of purpose behind that. But mm -hmm. before all of this came about, and then once this kind of passes, however long it takes, it's going to be a time where we're going to be faced with, okay, now that is done. Now what's my purpose? What's right. you know, the next step? And I think um, that, that that's just something that I want people to keep in mind. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your business? Um, where are you located? What products and services? That type yeah. of thing. Sure. Um, I'm located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, one of the um, high profile places of a lot of the protests, riot and looting, um, but needs great change. I currently, my business name is um, Loved and Lost. And what I do is I help people who have lost predominantly mothers who have lost children, but people who have lost period has become a um, a great part, especially in this season of life and what all we're dealing with, um, to find life after that. Uh, so once the grieving is um, to a place where uh, people want to figure out what's the next step, uh, that is where I come in and deal with them. Wow. So it's wow. Loved and Lost, and um, I, I go by We Loved and Lost on Facebook. Uh, because loved and lost wasn't available, but loved and Lo we loved and lost is the name on Facebook, and loved and lost is the website. Okay, and I'll make sure definitely that that is put into the comment section. Um, and Colette, um, is it normal um, that even if we don't know somebody personally? if somebody has gone on um, or if there has been a loss for others who are not even really connected personally to feel that grief? 
Well, I'm glad you asked that question because this is this is what what's happening right now. We're a country who's grieving. Mm. So so at the end of the day, I don't know anybody um, in my immediate sphere of influence that has transitioned because of COVID-19. Right. Um, however, every time I see a number that um, goes up in my state, let alone my country, yeah. it causes a feeling. It, it causes yeah. a feeling um, so much to where people will stop watching the news mm -hmm. um, because they don't want to feel that. So grief is connected to um, the loss of a person or people, um, but we are suffering great loss in our nation. Right. So yes, you don't have to be connected personally, um, but it does something to you no matter what. And I definitely feel that. I definitely yeah. feel that. Um, so Colette, what prompted you to start a business helping people in this area? Well, let me just first say that I did not start out as, as for business at all. Okay. What I wanted to do was help the process of healing okay. because I think that healing is um, something that should be given to everyone. It's an, it's like an opportunity at education. Mm -hmm. um, it should be given to everyone. Okay. Uh, when I lost my son, I realized that uh, Michael at the age of 24 was shot and killed in December of 2012. Okay. I realized that the, the journey was very difficult. It was one that, um, that was very hard to climb out of. I have a picture in my office. I'm not, I'm not in there now, but it's like a mountain. Mm -hmm. And in that mountain, uh, one of the, my mentors painted it for me there's a person inside the mountain. But at some point in the process, the person reaches up out of the mountain, still kind of mm -hmm. hovered over like an infant inside of a belly. Okay. And there are wow. eagles that come by and help it out. Wow. And wow. so that is the process, I think, of how I would describe trying to be set free from such a dark place. Okay. And I started meeting people, mothers who had lost children who who it had been 20 years and they were feeling like there was no way out of this mountain. And so I decided, how can I help? How can I be of, of service to help? Not, and, and help because I know the pain. Mm -hmm. Help because I know I had to crawl out too. Mm. And I know that I could be impactful. So that's, that's what started Loved and Lost. Love it. Um, so do you take one-on-one -on -one clients or like consultations? Yeah, I um I have one-on-one -on -one clients. I have um, group sessions that are available on my website. Okay. So um, I think up to eight people is what what I can take. I have workshops that are available um, to reset the focus of your mind uh, because typically when you experience a loss, it's a fork in the road, and we're seeing a fork in the road in our country. Yeah. We are absolutely seeing, we're going to have to make some choices. We, we come to a literal fork. If you have four, <laughs> don't, don't, don't mind my um, safer at home fingers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you got you to gotta make some choices mm -hmm. because going back down the stem of a fork is not an option anymore. Mm -hmm. So we have to make some choices. And that when you lose someone that you love, your child, a mother, mm -hmm. you, you got to figure out how, what choices I'm going to make. So, um, yes, I, I, I have workshops for, to figure out how to make them choices. Okay. Uh, what choices do you need to make? Sometimes people have to reinvent themselves. 
Sometimes you have to remember what you were doing before you lost because the only thing you can remember is that you lost. Mm -hmm. So we, we work through those processes. Awesome. Um, so as an entrepreneur, what motivates you? Um, I mean, I, I know that you touched on it a little bit, you know, just that sense of helping people because you've had that experience, but um, does it go deeper? Like what is your driving force really behind what you do? The driving force is that it, it's a place where there are too many people that are, um, and I, I use this word very lightly because it's when you look, when you lost mm -hmm. the word stuck is, um, is a very hard word to deal with because it, it's not, you're not actually stuck. You, you're just at the place where you lost. Uh -huh. And that's important mm -hmm. all of your life. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I want to say stuck. I don't know what other word to say. Um, but I think the motivation is everybody deserves healing. Mm. Everybody deserves an opportunity at healing. And sometimes people don't know how to get to healing. Our country is struggling with that right now. Mm -hmm. Healing um, takes work. Mm -hmm. It's going to take effort. It's going to take work. And it, most of all, it's going to take intentionality. Mm. And thus, I know that for me, I'm not in the forefront of when a person loses a, a family member for the most part. I'm not because I know there's processes that have to go through their mind in order to get to the place that, hey, now I'm ready to do what? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me figure out what that is. And I may not be able to do that by myself. Mm. Um, and, I, and I'm I'm so glad that you and I are having this conversation because having that type of pain um, and not having the resources or the information to get past it, it can really stunt somebody from just moving forward into what God truly has for them. Um, you know, like you've had your experience, but now you're able to take that and, and, and use that to help somebody else. But there are so many others out there who, like you said, they don't know what to do with, with that. Um, so, you know, I lost my father in 2011 and I can say that for me, time, it was just time. Um, there was a certain song, Mariah Carey's Hero. Um, like that was kind of play all throughout, you know, our services for him. And it was just a song that just really kind of, um, you know, just, well, one, it depicted his image that I had of him, um, you know, as my hero. But, and so every time that song came on, I just couldn't, you know, I, I wasn't able to handle it. But then time, it was just time, um, helped me to just process through those things. And then it was after that pain was kind of over, then I can just kind of see the other areas of my life a little more clear. So, um, that's why I'm excited that I'm talking with you because, you know, um, having that type of experience um, and like there are so many different types of pain out there and um, but definitely grieving the loss of a loved one is something that we don't often think of something that can hold us back from, you know, really going forward with what God has. Um, so again, 
can you give us your website? Um, and then I'm gonna write it down now, but then I will put it into the comments section um, in just a little bit so people can. Sure. It's um, welovedandlost.com, we L-O-V-E-D and L-O-S-T.com. Okay. And um, the Facebook page is the same at We Loved and Lost. Okay. And all of my services and the things that I offer, you can call, you can get a discovery call or just to find out where you are. I, you know, one of the things I realized with um, people who have lost um, the people that they love, mm -hmm. it's, a ve it's very hard to start a conversation. Uh, although we, sometimes they want to talk, it's very hard to start the conversation. So when you, when you first start a conversation is when, when you actually begin the road of healing. Um, and sometimes people wanna to talk to people who they, don't, who, don't, who they don't know, who have no ties to how they actually absolutely feel so that they can make it through. True. Awesome. Okay, so we'll make sure, guys, it is weloveandlost.com. Um, I'll put that in the chat. So, Colette, how would you define purpose? And like, what exactly does that mean to you? Um, I think purpose to me means that that is your God-given ability, what he has ordained your life to be. Um, that, that's what I think purpose is. Okay. Uh, at, this, at this stage of my life, you asked me that 10 years ago, it would have been a whole nother situation. But, but I, I think you evolve into what your purpose is over time. I love it. And I totally agree with it um, because, you know, just like our life experiences are different at different stages. And then too, I believe that God works in seasons. So maybe what my purpose was, like you said, 10 years ago, um, it was for that season, so to speak. Um, and so now guys, you can also find Colette's quote um, on page 47 of my new book, Heart to Mind, The Purpose Seekers Devotional and Prayer Journal. So um, Colette, um, I'm not sure if you remember what your quote was. I can read it. Let me, okay, let me pull it up here. <laughs> All right. I, re I remember, but not verbatim. Okay, okay. And I should have written it down, um, but that's okay. I can pull it up here, guys. And um, after I read it, Colette, I want you to kind of explain why you chose that quote and, you know, just some of the meaning behind it for us. Okay, so let me grab While it. you're doing that, could you tell them what the name of your new uh, book is? Sure, it is Heart to Mind, The Purpose Seekers Devotional and Prayer Journal. And um, if you guys want to um, get a free copy, if you share this, this broadcast out, I'm giving away two free copies at the end of this broadcast. Otherwise, you can also check it out at bit.ly forward slash order H2M. Okay, bit.ly forward slash order H2M. And um, that is going to actually put you on the list to get the physical copy. I'm waiting for the physical copy to come back from the printer. Um, it should be here in, in about a week or so. Um, okay, so we're almost to Colette's quote here. There we go. Okay, so here's the quote. Living in God's purpose brings fulfillment that can't be measured. Did y'all yeah. catch that? I'm gonna say it one more time. 
Living in God's purpose brings fulfillment that can't be measured. So Ms. Colette, so tell us, take us a little bit deeper. Yes, yes. First of all, um, I was in meditation when I got that quote. And and I know that um, when we think about purpose, it's got to be in God. It has to be. Um, and, and there are a few reasons why, and I think we're going to probably go down the road of asking you asking me a few more questions. Okay. Um, but for me, that quote, you are fulfilled. So you, it won't be a void. You won't, you won't feel like you're missing anything when you walk into the purpose that God has for you. It can't be measured. As a matter of fact, you can't make enough money for it. Because and you won't get enough of doing it. It won't, it won't wear you out to the point you'd be like, it's a job. Right. It, it makes you feel fulfilled. And one of the things that I always said is, and I, I didn't have this revelation 10 years ago, but I, I got it over these past seven or eight years. Okay. I could do it for free. Mm. I could do it for free. And when you can do it for free, when you can do it for free, you have reached the fulfillment of your purpose in God. (laughs) You know, um, I always tell people that I wanted to always be a public speaker. Not always. Let me take that back. First, I had to get called on a whole lot and then rebel against it and then figure out, oh, this is really what I'm supposed to do. Okay. And then when I got that revelation, I'm like, yeah, but I don't know what to speak about. Mm. And it's um, unfortunate that I lost my child. Mm. So it became the lifelong situation that I never imagined, but the passion is there. The purpose is there because I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the most precious Holy Ghost. That Jesus would lead me to this place of saying, okay, I'll tell your word while I help heal your people. Mm. Love it. So it was was what I call when purpose meets destiny. Meets destiny. Man. So um, how do you think someone could tell when they're not living in their purpose like what type of characteristics might be present in their life um you're doing things to check for money that mm. there's no passion behind it mm-hmm. you are trying to make the next dollar mm. um that, that's the first key uh you will find yourself at a whole lot of dead end roads See, when you when your purpose is being fulfilled, that unmeasured part, mm-hmm. there will be no end to it. Mm. There will be no end. Now you will work. You have to work hard. Anything that we do will will have will have to put in some work too. Wow. But but the work won't be taxing. Right. It won't be taxing to us like that. So I think the first thing is when you find yourself chasing dollars. Mm is when you know you're not really in your purpose the second thing i think is that when you find yourself trying to be who you see Mm. because who you see may not be exactly who you see Mm. that's just a piece of product that has come through something that you don't know what they did to get there and all of it may not be on the up and up Mm. 
So we have to keep our eye off of other people's uh, positions because it don't necessarily have to be their purpose either. Right. Mm, and that's so true. And I think, um, and I've said this before too, like the social technology, first of all, and social media has gotten a lot of people caught up in watching, you know, what people put out there, like you said, not knowing the backstory. So, and then I think that um, definitely that can really keep people from paying attention to what is really their path. Because like you said, if they're chasing, you know, what they think looks good or what's, what might be working for somebody else, you know, sometimes we tend to just go after that and neglect that quiet time to spend with God to figure out, okay, Lord, that's that person's path. I'm not going to get jealous or feel, you know, like I have to do it that way because that's how they got their results. But how can I, but what do you have for me? Um, so, and uh, yeah, I think te technology, social media, unfortunately, um, has gotten a lot of people in situations where they're just doubting themselves. Um, and I believe God is just, is like, just there, like, but you don't have to, I'm here. I can get you on your path as well. Ooh. So Colette, what type of advice would you give to somebody who might be struggling to figure out what direction, what purpose is there for them? Well, I think the first thing you want to do, and I, this is what I believe God did for me. Okay. He gave me mentors mm. that would nourish my strengths, that were not self-directing. Mm -hmm. In other words, um, they were not trying to clone me. Mm. Mm. They could accept me for exactly who I was, even when it wasn't all correct. Okay. And so that, that's the first thing is you need to find someone who is not trying to make you be anything, gotcha. but can help you be enriched with who you are wow. and help wow. develop that. So I, I think that's the first thing that you can do. And um, from a spiritual perspective, you have to spend time with God. Um, he will reveal to you what your call is. You will feel an unction in your spirit and it will take you to a place that you can't run from. Yes. You will dream about it. Come you on. will be, you, it will be, honestly, it will be bigger than you can think, dream, or imagine actually. And you'll find that you need some help that, that God will start putting the people in place once you yeah. desire the very thing that he has created you to do. Now, I want to go back just a little bit, if I could step back to the last question, just to say that um, I am not advocating that God says that we should do everything for free and that we should never make money. That is not what I'm saying. Gotcha. However, many of us entrepreneurs didn't make money for a long time True. and did a lot for free, True. a whole lot, and will still make sacrifices led upon the Holy Ghost to do it like God say. Because the reward, again, when you're walking in purpose is what? Fulfillment is you can't even imagine what it will bring. 
So um, I just wanted to bring that up because sometimes people, when you say that, people may think that you think God is a poor God or he thinks that everybody should be poor or I'm, in no way am I saying that. Okay. I'm just saying you can do it for free. That's the desire that's in you and you will want the people to have what you have. Definitely. definitely. Um, and to kind of piggyback off of that, I mean, you said it so perfect. What popped into my mind was um, it might also seem like the work is, I mean, there's go, you have to put your work in, but, but the burden won't be as heavy um, right. or the, the workload won't be as heavy as if you're doing something against what your purpose is. So, I mean, yes, definitely. Because I can say, I truly believe that one of my purposes is writing and I can write for days and I can write for free, but I'm not going to you know, if God says to do this full time or whatever plan, you know, and as he gives me the instruction on how to monetize that, definitely, because he, you know, he said that he will also make sure that, you know, you're okay as far mm -hmm. as, you know, that you're taken care of. So, yeah, no, he's mm -hmm. not going to put you out there, but no, I get what you're saying. Like yes. the burden is effort. It, you can do it for free because it's it's just that free flowing. I yes. definitely love it. Yes. So Colette, from your experience and from your and from yeah, just from your experience, what are some of the reasons why people might not find what that purpose is for them? Like there are so many people who are walking around without that purpose. Why do you think that is? Well, I think that's a, probably a two-tier question. Um, I think that some people, some people have lost a lot of hope mm. in the possibility that is obtainable uh, for various reasons. Um, we can think about a lot of the social disparities in our communities right. that will cause hope to be lost and then you will find a, a hopeless situation that purpose isn't sought after sure. um, the other flip side of that is again i think uh many people get caught up in what they see i'm not i'm not called to vegan cookies sure <laughs> now i eat vegan cookies yeah. i'll support vegan cookies right. But I'm not called to that. But if I said, oh, cookie making is good uh, business, look at Monica, then I can never go deal with the person who's leaving. So I'm never going to get to the place that I needed to be at in the first place because I'm working with something that I wasn't called to. It, it's sort of like when I had, I started making shawls. So I took a sewing class, totally not my thing. This is just an example. Okay. Totally not my thing. I took a sewing class. I'm like, I want to know how to do this because I want to make shawls for people who have lost children and I want to send them across the country. Well, I went to that sewing class and I was not the sewer. I found out in like two classes, this is not my thing. Okay. So I went and found somebody who do. Mm. <laughs> because I still had the purpose to send those shawls, which I've done across this country mm -hmm. for free. 
because in my heart, I wanted the mothers to be able to wrap themselves in something when the midnight hour come and you are left with your thoughts about the, the child that you lost um, and you need somebody to hold you. And I, I wanted them to know that from, from me and the people who made it, they were holding them. So I had to find my lane in the call too. That's good. That's good. That's that's good. And and that's oh my gosh, that's an important point that you brought up. Just because God calls you to that area, that doesn't mean that you're meant to do every single aspect of that thing. And I think that's critical because even myself, um, you know, sometimes in business, I still struggle with that. You know, just doing too much and then, you know, doing too much, like you get burned out and then, you know, then you really can't truly fulfill that mission or that purpose. So I think that is something that um, if you guys are watching, pay attention to that, um, that, you know, the area that God has called you to try to figure out and hone in on what specifically, what parts of that vision is he calling you to physically do or you to oversee or you to connect with somebody else to just find out um you know how god wants you to efficiently and effectively work that thing out thank you for saying that colette um i want to take a pause here to see if anybody has any questions i'm going to the comment section hey guys i see you coming on in um hey shalanda hey lakeisha hey karen hey colette a Moth, um, hey Tiffany, hey Nissa, hey Faye, hey Sister Glover, hey, hey, hey. And if you guys have any questions for Colette, go ahead and put them in the comments sections. We're talking about the power of purpose here. Um, and then also, if you share this video out, you will be put into a drawing. Two people will win a copy, a free ebook copy of my new book, Heart to Mind The Purpose Seekers devotional and journal so it is um a book with 10 devotions it's over 70 pages but it has 10 devotions and prayers if you are just wanting to further your mission further your purpose and just find out how you can get the most satisfaction out of your life by pursuing the gift and the purpose that god has for your life the assignment so you can also um if you want to get on the waiting list for a physical copy go go to bit.ly forward slash order h2m it'll all be in the comments y'all so don't worry about it um so if no questions hey Faye, thanks for joining this okay so colette um i know we talked about this and i mean you hit it hard already but if there's anything more that you want to add do you feel that faith and spirituality is related to your purpose? It, 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 it better be. I mean, I don't know any other way to say that. Um, and here's why. There's a longevity in, um, in doing what God has called you to do. Mm. And what I mean by that is it, it's not always long term. Okay but it is long affecting. Okay. Um, and so uh, I think that without having my relationship with God, I would have burnt out a long time ago. Mm -hmm. 
because to deal in death and life, life and death, um, it's a very sensitive situation and one that's taxing to your spirit. And if God um, was not our strength when we are weak, I, I, don't, I would not be able to make it. So yes, I, I think that um, I found the most pleasure in all the work I've ever done in the work I do with God and for him that I've called to do. It doesn't cause me to have, <laughs> you know, when I think back to corporate America, cause I haven't been in corporate America for over four years now. Okay. And um, I was scared to leave corporate America, but God had given me all of the training in corporate America in 21 years of me being in corporate America. He had given me training for such a time as now. And then the loss that I sustained gave me the stamina and the, the actual purpose, the honing in. And I remember working with um, individuals who would be like, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this to make money. You got to do that to make money. And I struggled with that. And you know what God kept saying to me? He kept saying to me, you're not called to that type of business that's not the business that I've called you to. What I've called you to deals with souls. So at the end of the day, people will either go to God or they'll run from him. Wow, there are two options when that happens. You're going to either run to him or you're going to run away from him. And if you run away from him, we all know what that option is. Thus, for me, there is no other way. If, if I was doing anything else, there, there is no other way I could do it. Um, there is no other way. So to answer your question, I, it, it seems a bit impossible for me. It might be all right for others, but um, for me and the, walk, um, the call of my life since before mm -hmm. the beginning of time, since before we were in our mother's womb, this this has been coming forth. I have been evolving. In Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, I have been becoming. Awesome. awesome. And I have yet to read that book, by the way. I saw the documentary on Netflix, and I was telling one of my good friends that I'm going to get that book. That's going to be one of my summer reads. My, my yes. summer reads. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, if I could just chime in for just a second. Um, I gave an analogy last night about baby wipes okay. and how my life, how I think my life has really been evolving. I have a grandbaby, she's one, so I'm, I'm used to the wipes now, you know? <laughs> and so when you pull the baby wipe out, mm -hmm. it's always one that comes with it. True. But you don't get the whole thing. Okay. And if you don't need it, you push it back in. Mm, okay. Until you do. And that's my life. Like sometimes you need two, three wipes. Sometimes you need one. Sometimes you're just not ready for that piece you got to put back in. But when you get wrecked, my life has been like a thing of baby wipes. Wow. If things get really messy, you got to go like this a few times. <laughs> <laughs> <Love> so, <it. laughs> and then you can go a little while without the wipes at all. 
you know, and that is to me the best analogy I can have about purpose. Mm. That's what that's what happens. It doesn't all happen at one time. You don't wake up, you know. Some of us were called, and people knew we were called, mm-hmm. but didn't know how to deal with our purpose. Mm. Didn't know how to cultivate that thing. True. And then wow. we had to meet some other people. Which is that baby wipe situation. Mm-hmm. Gotta meet some other people to walk into everything that you've been called to be. Everything that you so been- can't rush purpose though. Can't rush it. It's a lifelong, uh, a lifelong journey. Love it. Um, so how would you say or what would you say about the influence of purpose on success? I mean, and some of these questions. I know that we've already kind of dealt with it, but if you want to take it any deeper, so, you know, if somebody is just like, uh, you know, I want to be successful, I see that in my future, how would you say purpose is influenced in there by that? I think, I think that um, purpose would have to be, first of all, I think you'd have to figure out what you determine to be success. Okay. Because success, is not is, is not measured the same by every individual right that's true. um for me success may be uh you know i want to have 12 people that i that i help and six of them i want to be um, paying customers mm-hmm. but for somebody else it might be a hundred so first determine what success is okay. uh and then i think you need to ask god because he the plan has already been made and when you do when you you walking in your purpose the the bible says that when you delight yourself in him he'll give you the desires of your heart so you got you you have to intertwine him in what you desire and i believe that when you are ready when the people are ready to marry up with the purpose, all, all of that will come to, into play. And it, it will be exactly what you need it to be. Awesome. Is there anybody who you admire that when you look at them, you can just say, yeah, they're probably, they're probably working out their purpose all day long. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are, there are a few people that I feel like. I mean, even when I read the um, Becoming, mm-hmm. when you when you read the book, so I won't spoil it for you, but mm-hmm. when you read the book, mm-hmm. it goes from where they were kids until they got to to being um, Obama, President Obama being a president. Okay. But there were steps. There were there were losses. There were sacrifices. There were there were gains. There were hurdles. There were downtimes and times of being upset and lo- losing people and gaining and so when you when, when i think about it i i admire the people who take the very things that are meant for your demise and walk them out till they become your stepping stool till they launch pad you into a place where um <laughs> where nobody expected you to go wow so those are the people that I admire to name some people. Yes. 
um, one of my mentors, Pastor um, Julia Miles. Um, I admire, even, even today, I admire President Obama mm -hmm. and Michelle Obama and, and, and their, um, their whole character of who they are. Mm -hmm. uh, I admire some of the mothers that I have been in contact with that are striving to be better people in despite of the great losses that they um, sustained and then are able to help other people in the arenas that they're called to. Wow. Uh, I have met some fabulous activists out here on, on in these streets of Milwaukee, which you're from. Yes. <laughs> um, who I didn't know even existed, but I'm looking at them um, taking the charge uh, of our cities in the, in the best places of influence that they have. And thus, I think we're going to see a lot of Davids rise up. Mm -hmm. So to ask me that question, we could, we could re talk about this in six months and I'll tell you that some Davids would have rose and some Goliaths would have fallen. Awesome, awesome. Um, yes, definitely, definitely. In Milwaukee, uh, I'm just, just even thinking about, cause now it's been, I think it's been 12 years since I moved away. And just thinking about even back then, and I know a lot has changed since I have gone, um, but just thinking about those who, like you said, the Davids, who I've seen. Um, now, when I was in Milwaukee, I was really involved in the poetry community. So shout out to Quabinet, to Quab Nixon, and, um, <laughs> and Mohib for keeping Poetry Lounge unplugged, going for so many years back in the day. Shout out, shout out. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it is awesome when you have those examples because, you know, like it's so many areas and just in this world that you look around and you see despair and like, you know, and like just hopelessness. But then like when you see those lights that are just popping up, um, you know, it's like the ramp in the bush. Like God is just really just showing you like, no, yeah. like there is a way, you know, and people yeah. are out there paving the path. Awesome. Um, so do you feel like there's ever a time in somebody's life when it's just too late to go after your purpose? Like it just comes time when it's just like, just thought, you know, just don't even think about it. No, um, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> it's a fella that used to live here and he's in Florida and I saw him, he, he wrote, I, I brought some of my music, some of my, my rap abilities out of retirement per special request. Okay. And he rapped about some of the stuff that was happening in our country, literally mm -hmm. on Facebook. And, and he, he got to be like 52. Um, when I saw a lady at the age of 82, I shared it, I think on my Facebook page, had bought a house mm -hmm. for the first time. Wow. I don't think you're ever too old. I think if you think too old, you, you will then be too old. But if you have a desire in your heart to do something, the best thing you could ever do is do it. And, and here's why. Because the last thing, you know, with, with COVID-19, um, I had to read, and I think most of us have done this. I had to reevaluate, okay, what am I doing? because of the possibility of everything being so close. 
And so in that reevaluation, I had to say, are you doing everything you want to do? Mm. Because you should. Because this is another indication that life is so short, even if you live to be 100, that you can do exactly what you want to do. It doesn't even matter about your um, physical abilities in in most cases (laughs) to do anything. Uh, COVID-19 has taught us that we can do everything just like we're doing right now. I don't have to sit in the studio with you. Right. I don't have to, most people don't even have to go to an office space anymore. Right. So we have learned, it has forced us to learn some stuff that we otherwise might not have been experiencing. Love it. And I love how you said, you know, despite even physical abilities. Um, and I think I tell this testimony every time I, I get a chance to, but one of the things that I love doing and that I know is part of my purpose is this right here. I just having conversations with individuals um, who have something to share that can help somebody else. You know, definitely um, paired with bringing the world, the word, you know, in different fashions um, that can connect with people in different areas. So, and like business, but speaking and like, this type of thing is, you know, it's, it's what drives my energy, but many don't know that I've had a, um, a, a speech impediment for like, since I've been a young child. So speaking has like always been one of those things that I love doing the most, but at times it has caused me the most embarrassment you know, um, it has really affected my self-esteem, especially like coming through teenage years, you know, where kids would make fun. Granted, now I've gone through, you know, speech therapy and have gotten help on how to manage, but, you know, it just shows that God can use anything. Yes, so, yes he can. Especially that thing that you feel has no hope in or that you feel is your biggest hold up or trip up that's the one area that god can can use so i i I mean i get a kick out of that just (laughs) i think about that yeah that's important because what what you just released is that embarrassment lasts but a moment Mm -hmm. but regret will last a lifetime that's good that's good and definitely i feel the the same as you, like when I'm doing things that I know God has urged me to do, it that is the that gives me the most satisfaction and fulfillment. Um, even if, yeah, to the world's standards, even if you know I'm not getting compensated quickly or right away, just knowing that okay, God told me because I know that whatever God tells us to do, it's a part of His plan. So, like, I truly believe that, like, we are just pieces to his puzzle of, you know, of his overall plan. So, regardless of, you know, what the world might say, oh, well, you know, if you're not getting X X amount of dollars, don't waste your time. It's, it's, you know, it, it hits differently. Like, when it does, you know that it's something that God has called you to because then that peace is just there. Yes. Yes. Love it. Love it. 
So Colette, I have enjoyed talking with you this evening. Um, Do you have any lasting words of encouragement for someone who um, has still yet to find what that purpose is, what God has for them? Yeah, um, I think what I would say to anyone in this season is um, to search uh, and not allow time to just pass you by. Because you once it's spent, it won't be returned. Mm, that's true. It will not be returned. And um, it, with the state of our country, it's time to at least be fair to you. And if you have um, family underneath you, mm-hmm. th- those are going to be your legacy. And if you leave nothing, that's going to be um, on your shoulders and not not on theirs. So use your time very wisely. Um, do what is most effective. Uh, sometimes that might just be a phone call. Love it. Sometimes that might just be a prayer. Mm-hmm. Just do something. Just do something. Love it. And guys, again, um, if you want to connect with Colette more, Um, and I will put this in the comment section as soon as we get out, but you can visit her website at weloveedandlost.com. Weloveedandlost.com. You can also find her at We Loved and Lost on Facebook. That's your face. That's your business page, right? We Loved and and Lost. On Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my business page. Also at Instagram. We Loved and Lost. Instagram too, guys. So I'll make sure that you guys have that information. Any other questions, guys, for me or Miss Colette? Again, if you share this out, um, you will be put into, into the drawing to win a free copy of the book, Heart to Mind, The Purpose Seekers Devotional and Prayer Journal. Okay, it is over, over 69 pages, 70 pages um, of devotions and um, prayers that are geared to help you just dig deeper into what it is that God has placed you on this earth to accomplish. What is it that when your time is up, he's going to ask, what did you do? Um, Did you, and as my pastor will always say, um, God will ask, did you find my purpose and did you do it? So if you are feeling like you're struggling in that area um you might want to check out the book and then also if you want to get on the waiting list to win a or i'm sorry to purchase a physical copy when it comes out you can go to bit.ly forward slash order h2m okay again all of that would be in the comments section so if there are no other questions here for miss colette colette i want to say again thank you so much for taking out your your uh or taking out time this evening to come and chat and just you know share your words of wisdom your experience um and just giving people encouragement to you know just find what god has for them Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Monica, for inviting me on and allowing me to put a quote in your book. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. God bless you. God bless you, sis. And then we'll chat soon, okay? Yes. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.